The truth is out there. But these two goofballs aren't likely to find it. You're listening to Half Cut Conspiracies. Cider in my beer! You got beer in my cider! <laughs> we invented Reese cider beer cups! <laughs> um, I was trying to look up what it is online. It's also not very fizzy. No, it's not. It's This is like basically water. Well, well, mine no. has a lot of floaties in it. <laughs> I think I made this this kind of beer in a bag once. Well, this one was they gave you the like the mulch or whatever mulch. <laughs> well, like <laughs> the bag of uh, of stuff that I you want boil. You do, I want you to do a beer making YouTube video. <laughs> First, first you take the mulch. <laughs> you can take anything from the yard. It's all the same. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, whatever it was in the bag, like the hops and the barley that was all ground up, and then you got to boil it for a while. Yeah. Um, clearly, we didn't, like, strain it like yours doesn't have the floaties in it, does it? Uh, I mean, it's not clear. Oh, yeah, yours does have it, yeah. Whatever, all it is is just like... Yeah, no, I mean, this is... I have made beer like this. Yeah. It's just like... I, it, I, I've had two different beer-making kits at home that were, like, just cheap little weird things. One of them was literally, like... Make beer in a bag. It was a bag of beer. Prison beer. No, but close. Um, I don't even know where it's from. Anyways, it's uh, it's not bad. Yeah. It, I, it has alcohol it's not in it. <laughs> well, the good thing is I only have four more bottles of that. So. <laughs> there you go. So here's to, here's to munching. Munching the beers. Munching the beers. Oh, hello there. Hey, welcome to the we party. Were, we were just enjoying um, hazy, not an IPA, not sure what it is, definitely hazy experience of of Carlo's homebrew <laughs> experience. I did offer one to you, but you probably don't want it. So <laughs> pull up a chair and uh, and uh, maybe order something from the bar. My name's Todd Sullivan. And I'm Carlos Sia. And we were about to talk about... The moon landing conspiracies. Yeah, you heard about this? Uh, apparently in 1960-something. I don't have it in front of me. 69 uh, to 72. 69! Oh. Nice! Yeah. Um, it's, this beer is getting, like, worse <laughs> as I drink it. Yeah. I'm going to keep drinking it, but still, like, there's alcohol in it. But, yeah, this is definitely the what one of the ones that we screwed up on. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Um, Carry on. Yeah, so apparently people land on the moon, which, pff, come on. Fake. Yeah. Fake news. We know this is fake because they brought back what, or they claimed to bring back what they claimed were moon rocks, when in fact we all know that the moon is made of green cheese. Case closed. Mic dropped. End of episode. We're done. We're out. I actually have a theory about why some people find it easy to believe the moon landing is fake. And it's, it's, there was a... There was a period, I think, around like the, I'm going to say like the late 90s, early 2000s, where NASA wasn't really doing a lot of good work. Um, everything they tried, like, kind of started mm. with like the, the Challenger explosion. Really tragic. Um, really messed up a lot of people. And then, you know, there's a lot of stuff around like attempts to get rovers to the moon, to, to Mars, where things were like, they blew up on launches. They crashed. There was one. I fucking swear to you, this is true. They had two different teams working on this Mars craft thing. Uh, one team was was working on in metric units. One team is working in imperial units. When oh, they shit. put the two different parts of the team together, the fucking shit didn't work and it crashed somewhere. It's just yeah. the kind of stuff that like you hear and you're like, how did these guys get to the moon? <laughs> like... Like, like, yeah. like, like, not just get to the moon, but get to the moon like 30, 40 years ago on, on computers that we, we're always, we're constantly told now, like, those computers are, like, weaker than the calculators we have now. And somehow they got people to the moon and back, which I think is a, apparently a sticking point for a lot of people, is, like, the getting back. You can get there and land and, and blow up and, and die. Yeah, whatever. But, like, getting back is the challenge. And I think the, the fact that, like, NASA had that, that kind of dark period explains why people would could easily go wait a minute if if this is what we're doing now yeah <laughs> how did we pull it off back then before we go into more of the um conspiracies there 
that I've got like some of the motives of why people think that the moon landings were fake. Like these are their kind of their reasonings behind okay. it. Um, so one was the the space race. So during the, yeah. the Cold War, there was you know the competition between the states and um, the Soviet Union there, yeah. where they were both trying to basically become the world leaders. And so that that was one of the well, reasons it was, it was, why. In a way, it was that ideological fight between communism and capitalism, mm-hmm. and which is the better system. And we'll find out by whoever gets to the moon first, because that makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. So that's one of the reasons why NASA and the U.S. government faked the moon landing. The other so one. So in that, in that argument, though, would that mean also that Russia was facing, faking their their space stuff? I don't know. They didn't make it to the moon. Ever? I don't know. I don't know that either. <laughs> <laughs> I know they uh, they sent the dog. They sent uh, the dog into space, yeah. yeah. and it died. Yeah, dogs don't do well in space. No. As it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, we had no idea. Um, no, but I'm just curious. Is it like, you know, they sent the dog into space, and America's like, well, fuck. Uh, we're not going to be able to do that. Let's just fake the moon landing. And then once they did that, Russia's like, well, fuck, they won. I guess we'll just give up now. Well, so one of the arguments that I read... That kind of debunked that whole thing of the space race being. Um, a, I get well. I guess it debunked it in the way that this this couldn't be the reason why they faked it, and it had to be real because if the Soviet Union had found out that the Americans faked the moon landing, then that would have really tarnished the American credibility, and they would have ended up basically by default taking the you know world leadership i guess yeah or because they would have won the first place yeah right that's how it works right yeah. it would have disqualified the other guy it's like a monopoly and then you, you win. the other guy's cheaping 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 okay. all right the cheaping. alcohol's cheaping. kicking cheaping. in yeah this stuff it's is all, strong it's all this yeah. cloudy beer my tongue out. <laughs> yeah uh the next one is the nasa funding and prestige so nasa was they needed a win to avoid humiliation and to ensure continued funding from their government. Like, they, there was some stuff that exploded, so people were kind of losing their belief. Confidence. Yeah, yeah confidence in NASA. Uh, and then Kennedy had basically made that promise in 61, yeah. uh, or that goal of we're going to make... A chicken in every make- pot and a man on every moon. Yes, exactly. A man on every moon. And yeah, so landing a man on the moon and returning him safely back to Earth before the end of the decade. And so NASA was basically, they needed to make that happen. (laughs) I'm just imagining like like NASA didn't know that was in speech beforehand. And they're getting the call. It's like, yeah, hello, this is NASA. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, wait, wait. He said what? This was who? Are you shitting me? Guys, guys, <laughs> we got nine years to figure this out. <laughs> so, um, so that was another reason why they they figured they faked it was because they had to by the end of uh, ni- the nineteen sixties, uh, they needed to get to fulfill that promise. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have lost funding because they had failed so bad uh, up to that point. That ironically sounds like something that Trump would do: <laughs> yeah. make a promise about something that can't be done. And then demand that the organization responsible for it do it, or else he wouldn't pay them to do something they never agreed that they could do in the first place. And the last one was the Vietnam War. Um, and mm, so... Yes, the, a the lot famous of, Vietnamese in space? Yeah, well, I know. So, so basically, um, they used the moon landing as a distraction to get people's attention away from the Vietnam War because it was very unpopular at the time. Right. Um, And so they wanted to focus their attention somewhere else so they, you know, people weren't upset with the government doing shit in Vietnam that that they didn't, the the citizens didn't didn't feel was right. Those were kind of the, the big reasons that people feel the, the moon landing was i guess originated like those were the main ideas that that yeah. could have sparked that um why the U- u.s government would have faked this moon landing and then there's a bunch of like photographic stuff of why people feel like yeah. the landing is fake there's like weird stuff about <clears throat> like there's no stars in the sky um, yeah the shadows are weird and 
And the, um, the crosshairs on the uh, on the, the camera lens. Um, I need to point out that, like, I would suggest leaving that much beer at the bottom. Cause <laughs> was I, it all It's like, it was, yeah, when I tipped that back, it was just like the bottom of the glass was sludge that slowly <laughs> dripped down. Yeah, all that That's stuff where all there. the alcohol is. Oh, God, that's all the alcohol <laughs> bubbles? <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, we just didn't siphon it enough. Oh, well, yeah, whatever. Right all. Live and learn, right? Yeah. Yeah, it just gets worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I got through it as quick as I could. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm going to first credit um, all of my information that came courtesy of an article in TheGuardian.com called One Giant Lie? Why so many people still think the moon landings were faked? Because there's a lot of really good mm. info in here. And I didn't feel like doing a whole lot of research. So, um, I think really all you need is one source. All you need is one that's source. That's it. That's it. And if, if that source is the guardian, that's okay. If that source is yeah. like tinfoil hat that's also good. And if that one source is this podcast, that's then, good too. Yeah. And also tell your friends to consider making this podcast their <laughs> one source. Um, apparently most of the conspiracy around the moon landing came from one guy. Originated. Ooh, is this Bill Casing? It is a Bill Casing. Yay! I did research well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who published uh, a pamphlet, apparently, in 1976 called We Never Went to the Moon, America's $30 Billion Swindle. Although this description is interesting because it says the, the pamphlet sought evidence for his conviction, um, meaning uh, he didn't actually have much at that time. It's like, I'm convinced of this, but maybe you guys can help me prove it. It kind of, like, didn't really go anywhere at that point, and it didn't get really big until a documentary was broadcast on Fox News called Did We Land on the Moon? Uh, which was hosted by uh, actor uh, um, actor from the X-Files, Mitch Pileggi. I like the X-Files. Yeah. But see, you, you, get a, you get an actor from a conspiracy show, call it a documentary? And it's fact. A recipe for fucking misinformation. Yeah. Um, so, okay, to go back to that $30 billion that you mentioned, mm-hmm. NASA had raised $30 billion to go to the moon. 26, I think it was like around $26 billion was accounted for. And so, if it, it, I think it was him or somebody else was basically saying that was enough to basically pay anyone off who would have been part of it. So, that was one of the conspiracies that they had $30 billion dollars. So if you needed to make sure that nobody said anything, you could pay them off with that much money and not have to go to the moon. So um, just doing some quick calculations here because I thought it would be interesting. Uh, $30 billion in 1969 would equal about $217 billion today. And because I was curious how much it would cost to go to the moon today. NASA estimates the ISS round trip using either the SpaceX crew or the Boeing CST-100 Starliner to cost $50 million, blah, 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 blah. So basically $57.86 billion to go to the moon in today's money. So that would translate wow. to about $7.5 billion then. So it's gotten substantially cheaper to okay. go to the moon. Okay, all right. Which it would make sense. Yeah. Okay, so... You know what? We're, we're discovering the inverse is true. Not only is the moon landing real, but the moon landing is so affordable. We should all be vacationing <laughs> yeah. on the moon at this yeah, point, exactly. right? I mean, they're, just, yeah. they're just lying to us about how cheap and convenient it is to go to the moon. There are Denny's probably, and McDonald's on the moon right now. Yeah, it's they probably because the, the rich side, people. So we don't get to see them with our fucking little guy telescopes. Yeah. And that's why the 1% want to keep us down here. Uh-huh. And they don't want socialism because they want to keep going to the exactly. moon socialism without us. It's like, we want our share of the moon too. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to go to space Denny's. I want my, <laughs> my moon, moon landing space Denny's. Yeah. Whoa. Moons moon over, over Miami? Isn't moons, that one of their things? Moon's over my... I think we just discovered something here. You heard it here yes. first, folks. Space Denny's is real. Yeah. Space Denny's confirmed. What else? Where else were you going with your point? Uh, so, well, I've got like a, a smattering of notes and, and other things I want to talk about that aren't notes. Um, I, I had made a list of some of the people. Um, they mentioned, the article mentions that Joe Rogan is, uh, uh, is amongst the people who believe the millennium was faked. Uh, apparently, a YouTuber Shane Dawson, who I don't know who that is. Oh, I know, I've heard that uh, name. But he is also uh, amongst those who think that the moon landing was faked. Really? Well, if you have any uh, any questions about why the national discourse is getting dumber, it's because of people like this. Yeah. And there was this quote from uh, Roger Roger Launius, 
a former chief historian of NASA, which I thought was absolutely brilliant, talking about you know the the, the people like uh, Joe Rogan and and Shane Dawson who are spreading this information. He says the reality is the internet has made it possible for people to say whatever the hell they like to a broader number of people than ever before. And the truth is, Americans love conspiracy theories. Every time something big happens, somebody has a counter explanation. And then they mentioned a few sort of like pop culture references to the the moon hoax that one in particular stood out because I thought it was interesting because I haven't seen this movie in forever and wouldn't have probably got the reference when I did watch it. But in the in the James Bond film, Diamonds Are Forever, Sean Connery... Um, like breaks through this NASA facility by way of a Las Vegas casino and ends up on a set that looks like the moon with like, like actors in, in space costumes, uh, which leads to like some kind of like exciting high speed chase with him in a, a moon rover. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. But this idea that like there was a, a, a soundstage in Las Vegas where people were filming sh- stuff on the moon is this like little thing that gets in the back of your mind subconsciously because you saw this as a kid. You're like, well, wait a minute. Did they see something about that? Isn't that a thing? Is that true? I, we joked about, you know, at the beginning that the moon landing was fake. I believe that we landed on the moon. We've made so many scientific advancements since then. Um, it, like, it's just... And yet somehow NASA followed that up by like having two teams working in two different measurement units and fucking up something... That cost billions of dollars trying to get to Mars. I blame that on Americans still using the imperial system. Who the fuck uses the imperial system these days? Go metric. Um, I did think it was fun to note that apparently in 2002, Buzz Aldrin once punched out a moon Mm. conspiracist. I I saw that (laughs) video too. Um, Because, I mean, you got to think that if you're one of the guys who actually made it to the moon and back in what was probably a pretty harrowing experience... Um, to have these guys running around saying it didn't happen, it didn't happen, it never happened, that's gotta piss you uh, off. Well, because back then, like you were saying, NASA fucked up a lot of shit. Yeah. So getting into one of those spaceships <laughs> to do this trip, right? It was probably like you went to, you know, say your last rites at the church exactly. or whatever, and you, you know, you made sure your will was good because the chance of you just blowing up on takeoff was probably very high yeah so yeah yeah, for some idiot who's you know claiming to whatever be an interviewer or or just some joe blow citizen that's throwing accusations at you that hasn't even gone to that sacrifice that you potentially made buzz aldrin versus conspiracies here's my pitch buzz aldrin (laughs) investigates a conspiracy for an hour and at the end of it like he just punches somebody else (laughs) that's it boom (laughs) I'm, I'm there. I'm watching it. He's nine yeah. years old, but I think he can do it. Can I can I take a second to just talk about my favorite aspect, my favorite component of the I'll moon give landing? Two hoax. seconds. Okay, I'll go really fast. <laughs> so I'm a big I'm a big movie buff, and one of my favorite filmmakers of all time is Stanley Kubrick. And so I'm really fond of the claim that it was Stanley Kubrick who actually shot the fake moon landing. Oh, have you not heard this? No. Yeah. Go on. Um, I think some of it. Maybe all of it comes from how how good looking and how realistic his film Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey was uh, in 1968, one year before the moon landing, and I think that led people to think like, oh, like NASA and the government saw that and were like, hmm, I think we could maybe hire this fellow to uh, to make a movie for us called Fake Moon Landing. Why would they call it fake moon landing? They don't actually show the title card, though. So oh, you never okay. know what it's called. Oh, okay. They just know internally. Oh, okay. All right. right. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that would defeat the purpose of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we cut now to our news broadcast already in progress. Fake moon landing. Oh, shit. Yeah, God. Damn it, guys. You weren't supposed to put that on there. That was an internal memo. Uh, yeah, that's uh, apparently Stanley Kubrick. Uh, fake the moon landing. I. I, I seem to recall mm. seeing too that there was a, a claim that you know they they got him on board in order and and promised him like funds for a future film project or something. I think his next film after that was maybe A Clockwork Orange, which I don't think he got American funding for because it was shot in Britain. The um, the evidence or some of the evidence to this 
is contained in Kubrick's later film, The Shining, which according to some interpretations is in fact Kubrick's confession to having faked the moon landing. Really? Yes. Go on. Where does he confess? Uh, (laughs) It's in a series of like one frame moments. He appears for a frame spelling out in sign language. Does he actually? No, he doesn't. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, so, uh, okay, uh, I, I guess I should have known you were going to ask me that. I should have had this well, like, you can't thing. just come out with a claim, just, like a conspiracy <laughs> theorist, like, yeah, light isn't actually real. What you're seeing is well, darkness, but just not yeah. as dark. Like, okay, wait, just show me the science. Yeah, that is what it is, though. I mean, light is just showing you darkness that's less dark. <laughs> Did you know that his IQ was 200 points? Stanley Kubrick's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some fun facts about him. I did not know that. Yeah, I don't know. Is that how... official? Did he ever take an IQ test? I don't know. It's on Google. Like, what was his IQ? Two hundred points. Did you ask that, or did it just come up? It just it was one of the suggested <laughs> things. Stanley Kubrick. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So right. So this is now. I'm I'm pulling from the Atlantic, another fine website. So here's what they say: uh, unnecessary complex metaphor. Jack Nicholson's character is Stanley Kubrick. The Hotel is America. The hotel management is NASA, etc. The, uh, apparently the all work and no play that he types proves it. Uh, <laughs> may I humbly suggest that the word all in this repeated sentence actually stands for A11 or Apollo 11. Oh, damn it. Um, the twins prove it because the previous NASA missions for Apollo were named Gemini. <gasps> a sweater proves it because Danny is wearing a sweater with a crudely sewn rocket pictured on the front. On the rocket clearly seen on Danny's sweater are the words Apollo 11. Oh, fuck. A stray shot of seven up crates proves it because seven Apollo missions went to the moon, but only six landed. Six crates of seven up. Holy shit. This is irrefutable right here. (laughs) Why uh, a key labeled room 237 proves it because the average distance from the earth to the moon is 237,000 miles. Wow. This is, this is just way too much that it's gotta be true. So, so, but how does that prove that it's fake, though? That's what Maybe he, that fake. well, how, he put all those things in his movie, sure. But what if he was just doing it as like an homage to like, I really like the moon landing and all the moon facts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's an interesting counterpoint that I've not. No, heard I'm just before. saying, right? Like, what you could argue one way. Stanley Kubrick was like a big NASA nerd, <laughs> yeah, and he made The Shining not to confess to faking the moon landings. <laughs> But just because he really wanted Yeah, he's like, I don't want to make a moon movie. Right. But I want to have moon I mean, references. I want to make a moon there. movie, even though I've already made a movie that is partially set on the moon when I made 2001. But I want to make a movie about the moon landing that happened a year later. But I don't want to make it about the moon itself, because I've already <laughs> done that in 2001. So maybe I make a movie about a hotel, except I put in all this stuff about the moon, because I'm a yeah. nerd, and I think it's really cool. That I mean, is that is... Really, just as feasible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... I don't know. I think we just disproved that one. Post that one on the Atlantic, and we're done. Right. Um, and also, don't forget, Santa Kubrick, uh, an IQ of 200. Yes. Which means he probably could affect the moon landing if he wanted to. In fact, you I know what? Even... Here's what I think happened. I think the moon landing actually happened, mm. but all of the footage was terrible. <laughs> so they had to recreate so it. So they called in Stanley yeah. Kubrick to reshoot the yeah. whole thing. And make it look good. He's like, look, we, we set up a bunch of astronauts. We forgot to train them on we this for, camera. Everything said, is we blurry. We a cinematographer. We yeah. knew how to pull focus. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> the tripod fell over at one point. Oh, yeah. They were doing good. Dude, dude. We like, need you to recreate this, to recreate but in it. focus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is my official position here. That, you know what? That could be <laughs> legit. Maybe that does cover it. That the moon landing was real. But the footage was fake yeah. because it was so shitty. Yes. Because they were astronauts wearing giant <laughs> fucking gloves. How do you focus a camera? Exactly. They forgot these things. They, they yeah. can't see the viewfinder. It's fogging up. It's like, I think I pointed at you, Buzz. I don't know what's going on. In the wrong way. It's reverse. He's like looking into the lens. He's like, yeah, go. I got you. Uh, 
Well, that would be hilarious if that's actually the truth. <laughs> See, you know, and, like, the NASA's <laughs> covering it up. Historically, the truth is usually the most absurd thing yeah. you can imagine. It's like Occam's absurdity. <laughs> um, okay, I gotta get our other beer from the freezer oh, yeah. before it freezes. I can't wait. All- <laughs> With trepidation. Food. I really hope this one tastes better. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I mean, the taste wasn't. Taste you know, is, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't. Okay, and this one's Armageddon. So. Oh, good. <laughs> Something named after like the end of all civilization can't possibly go bad. <laughs> and do you remember what this one is supposed to be? Besides, it's a beer. Uh, it's darker than the first. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We'll find out. We'll see. Okay, so there you go. Hopefully there's not too many floaties in there. Cheers. Cheers. This one tastes more like a beer. Um, okay, so the photographic and film oddities. Really all we have to go with on Earth are the photographs that NASA has released and the film. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really kind of the main proof that we have that they actually made it to Aren't the moon. Aren't moon rocks, like, well, yeah, they do have different shit? Yeah, I guess so. How many people have actually analyzed the moon rocks? I don't know, but don't when know. you search for moon rocks, the second thing that comes up is, what are cannabis moon rocks? That shit'll get you high. What? So, yeah, there's, yeah, there's moon rocks, but I could go just find a random... I could, as a props person, you know, you right, could no, make but what, something. What I, what I was trying to get at, though, is I think, like, the moon rocks, are they not... Like, molecularly, slightly different than rocks that we find on Earth. Probably. I don't know. They're made of, like, asteroid stuff. But that's the other thing, is, like... (laughs) Okay, so I'm scrolling through the Wikipedia page on moon rocks, and I get to dating, and it's like, oh, we're covering the social life of the moon rocks? No, it's how old are they? Oh, okay, got you, yeah. Because you don't want to date one that's too young. You don't. So, yes, one of the main things is uh, photographs and the films that they released. Uh, That's their proof that we went to the moon. One of the things we kind of talked about was the crosshairs. Um, And in some of the photos, people have argued that the crosshairs were behind objects that were placed there. So they're saying that this photo was taken and then they just pasted an image of, I don't know, whatever the fuck they have, a suitcase or something, a space suitcase. And it looks like it's in front of this crosshair that's supposed to be etched in the glass that's right on the lens. So technically nothing should be able to go in front of that. Yeah. However, a lot of these things that they're talking about are because of, well, actually, sorry, that one, the crosshairs, is because of the scans they're looking at are of like a lot poorer quality than the originals. And if you look at the high-def originals, you can see the crisp line of the crosshair. And it's basically, in the poor quality version, the the lighter colors bleed over the darker ones. Mm. And so that's why it looks like the dark crosshair is behind something when, in fact, it's actually there. So um, that one's out. The crosshairs are legit, and people are idiots. One of the other ones is uh, they, the the quality of the photos are implausibly high. But now keep in mind, NASA had a lot of money and they were working with some really crazy equipment that wasn't readily available yeah, to I mean, they people. They had $200 billion of today's money yeah. for this trip. They weren't sending them with like Kodak Instamatic. Yeah, so... I mean, so they, they were. I mean, you want to get those candid moments. In the... <laughs> like, put out, like, shake it on the moon. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, oh, yeah. fuck, it doesn't work if there's no air. <laughs> yeah, oh, the vacuum of space ruined this photo. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, people are, are basically saying the quality of the photos was too good for these astronauts in the space suit mm-hmm. and, you know, with, with the technology to be able to take those those photos at the time. But one of the things that they talk about here is that, yes, there were a lot of, like, they took a lot of photos up there, but there there were a lot I, of poor I, ones. I would, too. Yeah, I mean, you, like, what are we going to get here again? Yeah, exactly. How much did like, it cost us to get here? <laughs> take as many damn photos as this take, thing could double. Take, 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 yeah. like, the, the big family who has taken the most photos ever at the Grand Canyon, <laughs> and then, like, multiply that by 10, 
at least to get <laughs> yeah. you how many photos to take on the moon. Right? It's like, we're never coming back here again, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so there were a lot of poor quality photos taken, and NASA only published the best ones. So, Ooh. you know, when, when they say, like, oh, yeah, you know, all these photos are too good to be taken on the moon. Yeah, well, there's a lot of shitty ones out there. And you're only seeing the the best ones. Why would NASA publish the shit? <laughs> so uh, the other one you kind of touched on this is that there's no stars yeah. in any of the photos. I caught up to you. I figured out you're on Wikipedia. Yes, I am. Yeah, you know where I am. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly where you are. Um, and so the yeah, because you're you're on the moon and looking out there, it's not as bright. Like you wouldn't see the stars yeah. out there because the sun something blah blah blah. So, and then... It has the, to do with the shutter speed, I believe, as well. Well, yes. And that's the thing, is because you... With the, te the, the camera technology they have, even here on Earth, right? Like, if you set your shutter speed for a certain... And your aperture and all that camera stuff, you can capture a lot of light, or you can capture very little light. Mm -hmm. So, it's, it's all in your settings of your camera. And so, there, obviously, they wanted to capture... Well, because there was so much movement and, uh, you know, they probably had their shutter speed set to very high. And so it was only capturing, you know, enough light for well, think, in front too, of them. And I could be wrong about this, but I think because of the lack of atmosphere on the moon, there's nothing diffusing the light coming down. So it is a very sort of raw light from the sun. So you don't need to keep the shutter open for very long to mm -hmm. capture an image in that environment. Yeah. And if you don't have the, the shutter open long, light from a distance that's very faint. Yep you obviously wouldn't pick that up. So um, so that's one that, uh, you know, I feel like any photographer could easily And And that's an interesting one, that. too, because I think a part of me thinks that if, if NASA were faking these photographs from the moon landing, they would have included stars. Because if you hadn't been on the moon to know what the photographic experience was like there... The first thing you would think of is like, oh, shit, we need to have stars in these photos, right? Okay, so the other thing that I was reading about this, why the conspiracy theorists are saying they didn't put stars in the photos um, is because then you would be able to tell where, like, astronomers could could reverse oh, their whatever and show exactly where that photo was taken from. And so I guess back then, but they weren't, I don't know, they weren't smart enough to know that if you were on the moon the stars, you would see them from this position, so therefore you could pinpoint it by saying, yes, you were on the moon looking at the stars of this position. Because you can tell, like, if somebody takes a, I mean, not you or me, but an astronomer, if I took a picture from Earth up at the stars with Someone some mathematical out, yeah. equation, you could be like, oh, yeah, okay, you would have been I in know exactly area. where in the world you were to see those stars at this exact time, and yeah. I'm stalking you. There's a lot of nerds fucking, out there. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's one of the arguments that conspiracy theorists are saying, that they didn't include stars I, I because they didn't want I do wonder, though, whether or not in 1969 people would have been able to do that, and therefore NASA would have been able to think to counter it. I mean, they built a fucking rocket ship, so people were smart back then. And they except, didn't even have, like... Except the argument is that they didn't build the rocket ship. No, they built the rocket ship. They didn't land on the moon. Okay, right, sorry. I mean, people saw the fucking rocket ships. There were a bunch of them that exploded. Oh, yeah, we just got to shoot it up into the sky and <laughs> yeah. like, exploded in space, right? Yeah, there. right? Um, so, yeah, that's the thing is that they, they... I don't know, I guess they couldn't figure out... Or they didn't want to figure out the math behind what these yeah, stars maybe. would look like from maybe. up there. And then one of the big ones is the shadows, mm -hmm. the inconsistency on the shadows. And a lot of people are saying that the way the shadows are, it looks like there's multiple light sources. And so in this thing um, on Wikipedia, it says the shadows on the moon are complicated by reflected light. And I guess this kind of goes back to your point of being in space. It's like an unfiltered, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. sunlight. And so... Yeah, it's reflecting so from the Earth the and things, yeah, yeah, and from the Sun, and so you have like, even multiple. from other astronauts and from uh, like it's bouncing off of everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean that happens here yep. too. Like on Earth, you you know, as a photographer, you would have a white screen basically that you would use to bounce the light up onto the model's face or mm -hmm. whatever. Right? It's not another light source. It's just using one light source to bounce that that light back onto them. So that is very plausible that. 
that could be what happened, you know, what's happening. And yep. if you don't have the atmosphere that's dense enough to, I guess, slow down light rays as much, then yeah, you could. But get it's more... not slowing it down. It's it's like diffusing it. It's like oh okay, all right. So yeah, if it's more direct, it. then yeah, you sound scientific there. In some photos, there seem to be identical backgrounds, even though they were, according to their captions, taken miles apart. But apparently, backgrounds were not identical, just similar. I feel like on the moon, there's not a whole <laughs> a lot, lot of variety of backgrounds. Yeah, <laughs> it's like not like we're you're... gonna turn the camera in. Uh, yeah. Here is our beautiful beach. <laughs> yeah, we turn it over this way. Here is our cabana. <laughs> not like a Sears portrait studio. Exactly. Like, what do you want? Yes. <laughs> so yeah, all you're looking at is basically barren moon. landscape. Moon, yeah, moon shit. Yeah. No matter where you look, it's moon shit for days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and this is similar to the uh, the high quality of the pictures, but I guess the number of pictures were like crazy high, up to one photo per fifty seconds. Again, I feel like if you were in that situation, yep. well, and you this would says want. too that many were taken immediately after the other, or as stereo pairs, or as panorama sequences. Right? Yeah, so you're like, I know. Chuk, chuk, chuk. Well, and I do this even with my phone. Like when I'm taking a picture of somebody or something. I will snap, like, multiple ones just in case, like, the focus is off, somebody's it's blinking, the, whatever. I mean, I don't right? know what kind of cameras they use there. I mean, it is definitely different in the digital world where, yeah, I'm going to take 100 pictures to yeah. get one good one. But, no, I'm just saying the concept of, like, I'm taking a picture of, you know, just a shitty landscape, uh, you know, that yeah. I wanted to yeah. get something in focus and I'm snapping a bunch. So, but obviously, I, them on the moon. I do see how the speed could be something to think about when you, you do have to go through the process of reloading film. Did they have to reload film, though? No, they're probably doing, like, the high-end fashion photography. That is like, no, but I'm... <laughs> flinging it through space. Slow motion. I, but you, you gotta know, remember. The passes it to him. Okay, but think of this. So, back in the day, I mean, I don't know, maybe our listeners might know this, but new kids would have no idea about, like, your film. Actual film yeah. canisters. Yeah. And how small, relatively small, they were. So, if you looked at the cameras that they actually had on the moon. Like, they're, they're pretty big. Maybe partly because they had giant gloves on that they were operating them with, <laughs> or whatever. Oh, but I feel like the giant gloves. Yeah. But I feel like they would have been able to put a, a giant film canister in there that, instead of having 24 snapshots in it, could hold, you know, 500 or Maybe, something. That's a good I don't point. know. Yeah. Right? Like, if, if you scale things up to a larger yeah, size. Yeah, they didn't just go out there with a standard Canon 35mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I could see that being plausible. I mean, this is based off of zero scientific facts. Just pulling shit out. I'm just, I'm just arguing, yeah, out of my butt. I mean, yeah. they didn't bring a TV camera with them, too, let's not forget. So. Yeah, it was. Oh, that was another thing is that people were saying, why would NASA hosts uh, or um, allow something like this live on air when so much could go wrong because they were they did do the the moon landing live or, yeah. or, or like the, live the, 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 the moonwalk yeah the, the moonwalk, moonwalk yeah it was yeah. live and so they were saying Even before michael jackson did it <laughs> yes um if so much could go wrong like they wouldn't just do that uh, yeah i think without i think i i would counter that with the challenger explosion <laughs> Yeah, and that was the that was the counter argument. Yeah. Like, no, a lot of shit went wrong. Live, <laughs> people saw. Yeah, like the, yeah. NASA does everything live, and and sometimes it works, <laughs> yeah. thankfully, and sometimes it doesn't, and the times it doesn't work also goes out live. So yeah, that is really impressive to think like back then that getting the signal from the moon back to Earth. Yeah, like right now we've it, well, it was just like fairly recently that we've got super high fiber optic bandwidth speeds yeah and, now and i can, mean in we, now any of us can live stream ourselves pooping if we want well to. and but also but. yeah that's true but also think of even after this moon landing happened i remember we had dial-up speeds and i remember loading a picture online and you would see it load oh, yeah 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 right yeah. like line by line I, um so the fact that they were able to i don't know if this is arguing that it was could have not happened or i'm just amazed at if you know it actually did happen is that yeah they were able mm, yeah. to transfer that live feed of the moonwalk and the audio the video and audio well i think though to be fair like satellite transmission was faster than dial-up 
Okay, yeah, I guess. Like, because you could get, like, back then, there. you yeah. could get, like, even in the 1980s, you could get TV broadcast on a satellite. Oh, okay, yeah, true. Right, so if you're trying to so have that technology yeah. there. Exactly. All right. And Fair NASA's, enough. NASA's going to have pretty good satellites. I guess then, you've just proven their... that it actually Super... happened. Exactly. Yeah. Booyah! Cut to the end credits. Uh, <laughs> I remember somebody did an experiment where they took some fabric... And they put it in a vacuum chamber. Yeah. Pulled out all of the the like the air in there, so all yeah. the atmosphere in there, so it was at whatever the moon would be. And the thing that they were saying is that it's not so much the there wouldn't be like wind in that atmosphere in a vacuum. Yeah. But material would still like wave back and forth if there was force applied to it. Right. Right. So I'm not sure what the Wikipedia article said, but in that that YouTube video where the guy did the experiment, you know, if you if you shook the the fabric, yes, of course it would move. It doesn't just because it's in zero atmosphere doesn't mean that it becomes rigid and doesn't do anything. It still acts as fabric. It just doesn't have the wind that blows on it. So, so. Wikipedia basically says that the the flay only seemed to flutter when the astronauts were moving it into position, um, and that. Afterwards, it it only it only looked like it was rippling because it had been folded during storage, and the ripples could be mistaken for movement in a still photo. Uh, if you're looking at the pictures of that section of Wikipedia, there's a little animation on the far the, the furthest right picture that shows like between these two different frames, the flag is clearly not moving at all. The ripple mm, is just yeah. from the fact that it was folded. There you go. Material moves on the moon, even in zero gravity. And well, except it didn't. Well, but like it, it does move when you touch it. Yeah. But it just oh, won't. Totally. There's yeah. no wind that yeah. blows it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they should have. They have fucking like $30 billion. Why didn't they iron this, this flag? <laughs> exactly. Now uh, we're back to saying it's a hoax. Or if it had been a hoax. See, if it had been a hoax, they would have ironed it because they had the $30 million to spare. That's true. They had to spend, yeah. But because they had to spend the $30 million on they the actual have, spacecraft. They couldn't get steam up on the moon they because of zero gravity. Exactly. It is surprising to think about um, people in really kind of public-facing positions like Joe Rogan being on board... The whole, did we land on the moon thing? It's just, it's disappointing. I guess that, um, that that's yeah. where we are as a culture. I don't, like, this is a, goes to, like, a bigger issue of everyone feeling that they're, I think they confuse their opinions with their rights. And, or feeling that their opinions are, their rights to be able to express all their shit and it being valid. I guess that's the point is, is, is all their stuff being valid, all their opinions being valid. I mean, everyone has rights to express their opinions. I'm not against that, but people need to realize that their opinions aren't necessarily valid or true because of, because they're their opinions. I think it's because of encyclopedia Brown. Who's that? What? Encyclopedia Brown. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a child, there was a series of books about a character named Encyclopedia Brown. I like these books. I like three yeah. books as a child. Uh, nerd alert! Nerd <laughs> alert! Yeah, um, they were kind of mysteries, and and they were they were the stories were told in a way where you read the story, and at the end of it, like Encyclopedia Brown would go, "Aha!" But the real killer was except. Nobody was a killer because they were all like, you know, 10 years old. <laughs> it's like the real person who stole my dog's toy was. And then it would be dot, dot, dot. And then you'd have to flip it to the back of the book to find out. And the idea was that you had to like read the story and then cover the clues and, and figure out the clues and solve the mystery at the same time as Encyclopedia Brown did, who must have had at least the same IQ as Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> Callback. Um, I think people go through the world like there's a mystery going on around them that they need to solve that it's up to them to solve and i think they think that because they were taught to do that by encyclopedia brown even if they never actually read encyclopedia brown because probably most people didn't yeah i didn't know about that yeah i feel like yeah people are just they want 
more excitement in their life. Yes. <laughs> and they want yes. to believe that there's a lot of shit out there that's happening that they, you know, that's trying to be covered up. Yeah. And I feel like that, I think it's, I think, I mean, maybe in your world, it was an encyclopedia Brown, but <laughs> in, like, my world. in mine, don't talk down to me. <laughs> no, but I feel like in, in mine, it's more of just the, the TV and the mysteries, uh, like the mystery shows and all those detective things that you're always trying to, uncover the truth behind the shit that you see right so it's like you're always digging in deeper into something so even when you come to what the actual truth is it's like well no there's got to be something further than that there's even something be, yeah yeah, yeah more truth than this truth and because there is what no- if not only did they fake the moon landing but the moon itself is fake Oh damn! What? I'm pretty sure that's part of the flat Earth idea, actually. Though that is the moon is fake. The well, it's not. I don't think it's spherical. It's also flat. It's, it's just a disc on a different orientation. It's a disc on a different orientation. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'm. That's most of my knowledge of NASA. Yeah, I. Uh... And the moon landing. I don't know. I I agree with you. I think we landed on the moon. Um, although if there is a hoax, I'm standing by my, my earlier comment that we got to the moon, all the footage was terrible I and we had to recreate it and we hired Stanley Kubrick to do it. That's sort of like my ideal, that's my ideal version of this in my head canon. Like that would be good. That'd be good. I feel like if they went with that, like you can't refute it. We actually went to the moon. Here's how we know this stuff happened because we went there. Yeah. Our our film either because of all the radiation out in space, it didn't develop properly or it was so blurry. But here's what the, the astronauts, their account of their space and moon landing. So we recreated it for you so that we have that really should be NASA's official line. Yeah. Because it's gonna appease both sides. Like yeah. the pro-science side is gonna be like, yeah, we made it to the moon. And the conspiracy says we be like, yeah, we spotted all those fake things. Yeah, in the we video. knew it like, was wrong. Oh, but we still not, made it. That's even so if it's cool. not true, like that's probably weirdly enough the best <laughs> direction that NASA could take with this. Oh, that would be awesome if that was actually the truth. But yeah. they spent so much money trying to recreate it and cover it up the thing- instead of just owning up, like. Fuck, we had the wrong setting on the camera, guys. Yeah. Oops, oops, wrong aperture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We set it to manual instead of automatic, and the you know the astronauts didn't know how to use that camera. Uh, the thing, New technology at the time. The thing with uh, oh yeah, they they accidentally opened the back of the camera and like exposed all the film while they were there. Oh fuck! The thing with these classic conspiracy theory though though is that you've got to you've got to believe that. For like 50 plus years, 60 years, that no one has like leaked this stuff. Like, yeah, no one has said anything. This goes, this the, goes the, the, to the big conspiracy thing is always like, you, you know how hard it is to keep a secret between like 10 people. Yes. Like extrapolate that to like a hundred and something as big as the moon landing and no one's talking about it. No one is getting drunk and telling their neighbor, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. We got Stanley Kubrick in the film the Moonlight. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, it's, yeah, you know, I I'm with you there. That there's just so many people involved in it, not just this conspiracy, but a lot of them. Yeah, that if they weren't real, somebody would have leaked something that would have gotten out somewhere. But then again, that's why they're labeled conspiracy theorists. I guess. And their credibility is shot. To be fair, there are always more experimental rockets to put potential uh, whistleblowers into, right? That's true. Hey, John, I know you're in accounting, but I think it's your turn to Yeah, you wanted uh, to go to space, didn't you? Oops, it exploded. I didn't see that coming. Oh, and it was a car crash on the way to the rocket. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, uh, just like our other conspiracies, I think we did actually go to the moon. This is, uh, you know, people that are arguing against it, I just hate science, maybe, I don't know, and they just want to be stuck on Earth. 
Man, there's a lot of science hatred these days, so yeah. maybe that's what it is. I think we went to the moon. I think we've got like rovers on Mars. One of my favorite things is like whenever we get like a high res picture from one of the Mars uh, drones. We, I, that's, we, we a nice, that's a shot of the Sahara Desert. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's why we, they all look we, the same. I remember uh, a couple of years ago reading the fun fact that uh, Mars was the only known planet populated entirely by robots. Thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's um, kind of neat. Yeah, and I don't think I think that last Mars rover was the last one on Mars. I could be wrong. Uh, this is once again an invitation for anyone uh, who knows better to correct me at our email, halfcutconspiracies at gmail dot com. Oh yeah, or on our Facebook page, halfcutconspiracies. You can comment there. Yeah, do that. But yeah, I feel like we landed on the moon. I there's I mean there's footage out there of it mm. that they've uh, NASA has gone above and beyond to prove that whatever the conspiracy theorists are saying is false and explaining why it's false. It's like the only other thing they could do is be like, dude, do you want to come with us into the space to the <laughs> yeah. moon next time we go? Like, yeah, like, you just on. need 30 billion. Well, what? $200 billion nowadays. No, because it's, it's like it's 50 billion now. Oh, was it fifty billion? Okay, yeah. so it was oh 30 billion, yeah, sorry, thirty billion, 30 billion then, which then, is, which as yeah. after twenty billion, two hundred billion now. Okay, so it's, yeah, it's a, yeah. a freaking deal right now. Yeah, <laughs> buy one get buy three one, free. Get one free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we we did land on the moon. Um, so stop saying we didn't believe in science. I don't know. What else? And let's let's like like take a moment to recognize how substantial an achievement that was to have reached the moon. Yeah. Uh, in 1969, when, as we said earlier, their computers were about as powerful as our calculators are today. And the funny thing about that is that, like, when I heard that analogy, that was probably like in 1990, which means that our calculators today are even more powerful than that. So our mm-hmm. calculators are like ten Super times powerful, more yeah. powerful. Then basically my phone could my, send a spaceship from the sixties yeah. to the moon. Your phone is the entirety of all of the systems that <laughs> yeah. sent uh the mission to the moon. Uh so why a, aren't you sending people to the I, moon, Carlo? I'm I trying. A, uh, I just can't it's Apple, so it's I can't download yeah, you, you the, you from the app the right store. App. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've uh Gone through most of the, the yeah. I think popular. we've covered most of what there is to be said about the the moon landing hoax, as my uh, uncle Ferdinand used to say. Oh, good old uncle Ferdinand. Yeah, if you smell a rat in your aqueduct, means the storms are coming. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been uh, Todd Sullivan, and that's been Carlosia. This has been Half Cut Conspiracies. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers.